Welcome to the Eyes of Indigo with your infinitely curious hosts, Iris Carter and Margot Ross Sears. Please like, rate, and subscribe to our podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. More information available at facebook.com slash eyesofindigo or at iriscarter.com where you will find a link to the Eyes of Indigo podcast. And here we are. Yay! Hello! <laughs> I love this. Deborah says, you better gosh darn golly gee whiz believe I will let out a swear <laughs> word. <laughs> we appreciate your enthusiasm. Hell <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's sort of a soft entrance there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Welcome, welcome. Yes. So, uh, and I don't know. I always, I don't know why. I always imagine people waiting with bated breath to be on the show, and it's like, no, they kind of trickle in. <laughs> it's my reality check. What can I say? <laughs> All right, it's a good one. It's a good one. Uh, but as you do come in, if you want to say hello, let us know you're here. Um. And we can tell whether you're coming in from Facebook or YouTube. We just don't know you're here until you tell us you're here. <laughs> so, uh, and we love to know, you know, our returning folks are coming back and like to see new guests come in. Um, and I should, I can turn on our, our names if I can Yay! figure out where it is. Yes, I should do that, shouldn't I? There we go. So, Free you up a little. Yeah. Uh, that that helps with. Uh, and, yeah, because I always forget to say who we are and assume people know. I'm Margo. Yes. She's <laughs> <And> I, Iris. <laughs> uh, at least today. You know what? Where we're coming from, we both live in North Carolina. Yes. I, I live uh, on in coastal North Carolina. And Iris, you are? I am in North Carolina from, um, I live just north of Greensburg, grew up in the Greensboro area. And Central, uh, yeah. Central North Carolina. yeah. And uh, hey. yeah, I'm, I have a day job and, you know, kind of, well, sort of, uh, and <laughs> sort of to, you know, I do, I do a couple of part-time things that I cobbled together and then I enjoy doing this and I'm trying to launch some other things with uh hope um spiritual healings and things like that so very cool hey randy how are you doing there you go there's randy and hey. lee has joined us as well yeah greetings <laughs> lots <laughs> yeah she had put lord up lord your... of love sounds better <laughs> yeah Hi. yeah greetings lord of love <laughs> but we know lots of love <laughs> we appreciate that lee <laughs> Thank you, goddess of love. How are you? 
<laughs> what it was uh, now I'm now I'm going back to Renaissance fairs where they have MasterCard and Lady Visa. <laughs> they put that all up with the, with the signs up, you know, when you're buying merchandise. We accept MasterCard and Lady Visa. Lady <laughs> Visa. That's brilliant. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, fuck and they have check. figured a spelling check. <laughs> you guys have found the fun keyword, key your replacement keys on the board. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. I, I saw so a cartoon in doing research for tonight's program that, and I should have pulled it because Lee oh. just used a great example. This teacher's teaching English; it's English class, and she's got all the. Um, punctuation symbols up on the board and she's talking in the hall with the principal and he goes Johnny's parents wants to know why he's cussing now <laughs> <laughs> that makes perfect sense Johnny's actually pretty smart yeah <laughs> he's learning how to spell cuss words properly <laughs> yes <laughs> so what is now that we've got a few people in here so like i said please you know co make comments we're going to ask some questions we want interaction um but yeah. let's explain what is this sacred swearing, swearing. <laughs> yeah there are different kinds of swearing. Iris, regale us with what we want, want to focus on and what the difference might be. Yeah, we've got, you know, there's there's profanity that is designed to um, be abusive. And that is designed to, to put somebody down, make them feel less than, you know, um, and, and, and intended to intimidate or humiliate somebody. That is not right. what we're talking about. Mm -mm. When we, you know, when you're use, using it for abusive reasons, then then th that's that's not communication. That's that's control. not safe. That's not sacred. Right. That's, yeah, that's just not even a sacred energy. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. We want positive right. energy, and there is no reason that words can't that the same words can't be used in a positive manner and i think we were talking about the energy behind the intent um you know i saw the funniest um if you've never seen eddie izzard in uh dress to kill oh yeah oh yeah and he th oh, he yeah. talks about uh singing songs and he says there's all these hit like and he, he uses hymns and national anthems as examples and he says it doesn't matter what the words are it's your intent blah 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 you know if you if you have the energy and the <laughs> nobody cares what the words are and, mm -mm. That, and then that's sort of the same thing with the intent of the swearing you know Yes, I I can say, fuck you, you son of a bitch, and you know, and and <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. But but if I'm going, fuck yeah, you son of a bitch, you did it. Then that's totally different. Totally different energy. 
So, yeah. yes, fair warning if you're going to be offended. <laughs> we need a disclaimer. If swearing uh, offends you, you might not enjoy this show as much as we do. Right. <laughs> but, but that's the whole thing is we, we're taking the language and recognizing that it can it's be value. sacred and valuable. And, yes. and and let's take it off the shelf and dust it off and look at it for what it is and for um, the intention. And we also found some research. Do you want to talk about that? About the yes, and we shall begin talking about weird stuff in a rational way. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Do you want to start with? I have some lists here of of swearing toys and I've got them all in front of me on my keyboard. Would you like it? Iris, your, your choice. Let's see. You call, start with the cartoon. You yeah, call I them. Show, I want to throw this out because it says you call them swear words. I call them sentence enhancers. <laughs> <laughs> so I figure as long as, sure. as long as you're bringing them in and uh, Deborah's got something here. Go to another country where you don't speak the language and see two people at odds. You may not know the exact words, but you know the conversation isn't going well and there is profanity. Yes. Absolutely. So you just picked out my first list for me. We did some research, both of us did, and I picked a topic of where is the most, what is, what countries have the most swearing and what states inside the United States tend to have the most swearing. And what they did was they measured it by what was in publications, in um, customer service chats, in social chats, social media. What was the frequency of swear words? And the country that swears the most is Russia. I've heard that a mm -hmm. long time ago. So they're still in the Russia, running. USA is close. But three other countries that you might not think about at first, Ireland was really close behind Russia and the United States. Yeah, I got to swear and with that beer in hand. You do. It's a lot of inspiration there. <laughs> Tibet, swearing is a normal part of conversation. The concept of it being a swear word is almost not even a part of their awareness, but we would pack we would package those words as swear words they package them as sentence enhancers <laughs> <laughs> and then all the nordic countries you know finland sweden uh norway all those in the nordic and the scandinavian countries swearing in english and in their native tongue are both normal everyday conversation dropping the f-bomb you know, fuck, damn, shit, all of it is, you know, you know, the, you know, our Sven and Inga going down the snips of swearing. <laughs> going down the snips of swearing, they're fucking heads off. <laughs> what the hell do you think you're doing? <laughs> yeah. It just goes on and on. But those are some of the cool ones. Now, what I found incidentally was, according to customer service and customer service chats, and blogs, the state that has the most frequent cussing and swearing is drum roll. Oh, <laughs> <Yep>, cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> 
Virginia. And you know what? That's Virginia. It is illegal to swear in Virginia. That's where they swear the most. Online. See, there you go. You forbid people to do something and they're going to do it. They do it more. All right. Virginia by a significant margin, second, third, fourth runner-up, New Mexico, Alaska, Iowa, and Utah. Utah? Utah. Yes. <laughs> Damn, another kid? <laughs> What's the sinners, baby? <laughs> So those were some really interesting things to, to find along the way. So, <coughs> Iris, I wanted to shift um, and maybe throw out a uh, viewer question. Yes. And see if uh, they got, and I think Randy's already started in on this part. Okay. We wanted to ask you guys, if you could, in the comments, write your favorite swear word or swear phrase, your favorite epithet. Yes. <laughs> and let us see some of the, your colorful stuff. I think Randy had a jump with the F word. He yes. was abominant earlier. <laughs> and and Heather is like, Heather Hilton came in and said she likes our topic. Thank you very much, Heather. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Trump, and, Mar Marone, Trump Maroney's horn. That's one I have not heard yet. I unless have it's not a typo. either. Unless it's a typo. Kashit Sky. All right. Trump Maroney's horn. I'm thinking trumpet. Trumpet Maroney's horn. Because when you trumpet something, you blow it. <laughs> uh, oh. But feel free. Feel free to throw out uh, in the comment section. My, uh, my husband's first husband's grandmother was this little frail, you know, had had some osteoporosis going, so she's kind of huddled over. And she was just very quiet. She was like a little shadow, you know. She she lived with his parents, and so we'd go to visit, and she'd, she'd be, you know, doing stuff in the kitchen or whatever. It, it, he thought she, the moon set, and, you know, she set the moon in the start. Yeah. To me... I didn't dislike her, but she was a little creepy, you know. <laughs> okay. And it's the quiet ones. Yeah, right? yeah. But she going, and then all of a sudden she'd be in the kitchen doing something. She go, shit fire. <laughs> She's eighty My years old. My mother's in her eighties, and shit fire is very popular. Yeah. Yeah. Shit fire. Shit fire. <laughs> you know where that comes from? Uh uh. Do you know where it comes from? From the Depression era. The expression was shit fire and save matches. Oh, interesting. Pe mm -hmm. People have bastard that to shoot fire and saint matches. But all it is is a mispronunciation of the original phrase. Shit oh. fire and save matches. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Now, see, now that's really going there. You're putting a swear word right in the middle of some holy words. Yeah. <laughs> that's emphasis to get your point across about how Christy he might be. <laughs> I uh, I tamed that phrase and eventually turned it into Christmas on a cracker. Christmas on a cracker. <laughs> as a, yep. I've heard of that one too. Shit. And then he also talks about mierda, a Spanish 
word that means shit. Ah, okay, yeah. Um, uh, the German, the German word is I use them almost daily. Hello, and Alpha Spanzo would say, "Thank you, ladies. <laughs> You're welcome." But swearing across languages is um, pretty popular. I have a list of some British cuss words that maybe we Americans could plug into for some color and variety. But let me uh, throw out a few, a few, few of these. Some you might recognize. Some we hear a lot. The first to start with, bloody, uh-huh. is very popular. We're pretty sure we know what bloody means. Do you, Iris? I'll quiz you a little bit. Oh God! What about <laughs> what about bollocks? Do you know what that refers to? Oh, it, it that's uh like balls, right? Yes, testicles. Yeah, like testicles, yeah. Yeah, like get that all together. Horse uh, bollocks. What is? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bullshit. Right, right, right. Um, somebody uh. Uh, he, he staggered it down to the restaurant and he was pissed. What does getting pissed mean? Drunk. Drunk. I get knocked Absolutely. down, but I get up again. You know, yeah, the, the Chumbawamba song, uh, Pissing the Night Away. Everybody pissing thought it was so away. horrible. And I was like, no, they're just drinking the night away. They're drinking the wide night away. Exactly. It was a British one. Absolutely. Arse. What's an arse? Ass. That's right. Somebody who's an ass. What does it mean when somebody tells you to sod off? Sod off. S-O-D. I don't think sod they're off. talking about doing something in the yard. Nope. <laughs> well, <laughs> in America, it means fuck off. Leave. Ah. Go away. Yeah. Yeah. And if you call somebody gormless or call them a burk or you're a freaking Muppet head, what do you think that means? An idiot? That's right. You're an idiot. Okay, because the Muppet head kind of did it for me, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It does. What about bugger? Bugger off. That's another. They uh, were buggered. Yeah, and because and and haven't we taken that and turned it like bug off? But it buggered is more like it's still buggered. Fucked. Fucked off. Yes. Yeah. Fucked. Fucked up. Fucked off. Dumb fucker. Bugger. Yep. F U C K is its equivalent. Absolutely. What happens if you cock up something? <laughs> well, I know how to cock a gun, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> a few other things. <laughs> uh, uh, is something to do with chickens? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I remember when my sister was living in Mississippi, like. we went to a restaurant called Cock of the Walk, and that was sobering. But it is, and that just means. To be the king. Yeah. <laughs> it just means, yeah, like a bird. To cock up something uh, means to screw something up. Uh, I'm so sorry. That's all right. The dog figured it out. Yeah. I guess she got excited about that one. I don't know what she heard. So but. Here's, here's a fresh one for you. What is a bent? B-I-N-T. Bent. I do not know. If you call a lady a bent, you are calling her a slut. Or promiscuous. Is that because she's a bendy doll? Or <laughs> I, think, I think it comes from get bent. Oh. To, in which in America in the 70s meant to go have sex with somebody. Oh. <laughs> Stop. And uh, if something is mingin, oh, that's mingin bad. M-I-N-G, ming, minging. Smells? As in ringing. 
yes, something stinks really bad. Mm, interesting. Really, really bad. Um, <clears throat> I can tell you a really bad one. This is an extreme bad word to call somebody a chav. C-H-A-V. Okay. Chav. Chav. And that means you're you're calling them the ultimate low class. They're the scum of the earth. That's as low as you can get. I wonder where that comes Disease. from. I don't, they didn't explain that one. C-H-A-V. That's interesting. Now, I know you've heard this expression, a tosser, a tosser. That guy is a real tosser. Uh, you were just being a tosser, so I let you go. Uh, like a jackass? Yeah, a drunk or somebody who masturbates. Ooh, tosser. Tosser, okay. A wanker is the same thing. Yeah, okay. Somebody who's messing with their wank. Or in, in, in body or terms here, a, a jack off. A jerk right. off. Right, a jerk off or a jack off, yes. Now, you know what a twat is, do you not? Yes. Lady's <laughs> genitalia. Twat, I can't he hear you. <laughs> if you can hear a twat, you got bigger problems. <laughs> Photograph the screen, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah get your screen screen grab. Yeah, shot going there. <laughs> <laughs> one more. This is two, one I had not heard of before. Have you ever heard of a bell or a bell end? Bell end. Second to last word. B e l l or b e l? Uh, yeah, b e l l e n d. Bell end. Do you know what that is? I'm not sure. I can. I can. What what thing has a bell shape at the end of it? <gasps> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a foreskin thingy. <laughs> Call. Or, you're calling somebody a penis. You dickhead. You bell end. You dickhead. Yeah. You bell end. <laughs> yeah. You're calling somebody a dickhead. <laughs> Stay. And that's. And that's my list of Holy popular British cow. slang for, for tonight. Of course, there's probably a lot more. Well, as long as we're there. in, yeah, if we're talking <laughs> vocabulary, let's show this and I'll yes. make it. Um, <laughs> this is Lalochesia, Lalochesia. And it's an emotional, bleh, emotional discharge gained by uttering indecent or filthy words. Example, Kate is having trouble with her sewing machine, so she attempts a friendly verbal exchange with an inanimate object. Fuck, 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 fuck fucking fuck. Son of a cunning fucking fuck. She feels better now. She is experiencing lalochesia. I'm dying over here. Among our friends and people that know you, you are such a steel magnolia. <coughs> oh. <laughs> and to hear you go off like that. Oh, honey, let me tell you the story. <laughs> is hysterical. <laughs> people kind of halfway expect it from me, but not from you. But 
I bet your theater friends know. You're very sweet. (laughs) I'm sure your theater friends have a different profile. (laughs) I don't know because even when I was in the theater, they 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 kind of like, oh, we're sorry, we don't mean. And I'm like, what the fuck? I don't care. You know. (laughs) But when you have that, you have that energy. (laughs) Sweet energy. Well, my I had an aunt, my dad's sister, that uh, my first husband and I went to visit her. This was before we had kids, and we'd taken my dad up to visit his family in Pennsylvania. And my aunt Ruth was a she. Well, she had cancer, so she had lost weight, but she was already a small woman. She was probably about five foot tall and not more than a hundred pounds smoked filterless camels, drank her beer, and would sit there and go, God damn neighbors, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) And and I managed during that trip to pick back up the phrase, God damn it. (laughs) I just, it was like, I kept it and I brought it home. Fast forward to when my daughter was about a year and a half old. And we go to the beach and we're hearing uh, this commercial on the radio station. And this guy would go, good day, blah, 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 good day, whatever it was. And it was for Jupiter stores or something. We happened to stop in the Jupiter store and I put my daughter in the cart. And we're going through the store and, and it's one of those souvenir shops. And the commercial comes on and the guy goes, good day. And my daughter gets this big ass grin on her face and she goes, God damn. <laughs> That's application, baby. <laughs> My husband says, I don't know you. <laughs> what the what is It's your baby, not mine. Yeah, uh-huh, exactly. And I'm like, honey, he says, good, good. Can you say good, good? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> child turn it over but she's having oh, a good time goodness. with it you know <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I bet she was I bet she was Randy's Randy's throwing out several of his favorite uh swearing words GDF at the hell <laughs> GDF at the hell is a good one a weezer. Uh, a weezer that's one I have not heard yet you'd have to explain that one Randy that's kind of cool I yeah. like first Oh my gosh. So what I did, Iris, was I I wish I thought of this sooner. On the host chat, I sent you half the list of alternative Ah, slang. That's why my little light is up. Yes. Yes. And what I'm thinking is it'd be a lot more interesting if we take turns saying these back and forth with enthusiasm, of course. Let me um let me throw this up while we're since we're getting on that topic. Absolutely. Because alternative slang uh-huh. is a part of the scene here. And Mel Brooks was definitely plugged into this. Yeah. Kind of scene. I've been accused wonderful. of vulgarity. That is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> By Mel Brooks. Yes. <laughs> okay. So. You know uh, what? Let's let's sw- let me switch again. You could have a look at that list. Okay. Let me rattle off some other famous people who are actually famous for swearing. Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry because okay. that's where I got mixed up. I was thinking you were. Already- that's okay. That's all right. We've got a lot of cool stuff to cover here. Yeah. 
mostly actors are famous for swearing. Obviously, they're talking in public. And I ended up with this many people. Wow. <laughs> they probably are, all are. <laughs> they all do. But these people are either famous for how many times that they swore in one movie or if it's a part of their public persona anyway. Top two swear, and there's men and women are separate. Men swear more uh, in general public, and they also swear more in Hollywood movies than women do. The top two men, you're going to be surprised. Number two is Samuel L. Jackson. That he... Number one. He's the second most profane person. Oh, in... in Movies in the United or? States, yes, okay. in movies, television, across across history, okay. across his Hollywood history. Well, he read the that book. Got fucked to sleep. That was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you hear him reading that book. It's perfect for oh, that's perfect. You know what? We need to recommend funny books like that. Yeah, uh, go the fuck to sleep is what you called it. Go the fuck to sleep, and it's this man who wrote it. You know, and it's like I've got it here somewhere. I should have. Of I course, didn't you even did. Think of, yeah. <laughs> And it's like um, the guy is trying to read his daughter. Um, he's trying to get his kid to go to sleep. And yeah. it's like another glass of water. Uh, okay, but not another peep. Please just go the fuck to sleep. <laughs> you know, and it's this constant rhyming about, Dr. you know. Seuss kind of thing. Yeah. And, Seuss, uh, oh, that's awesome. Yes, it's a funny, funny book. Yeah. <laughs> we got to go look. I got to look that one up. Now, he's number two. The most prolific swearer in all of Hollywood is Jonah Hill, a comedian, a supporting actor. Oh, yeah, yes, Jonah yes, Hill. yes. He I know did, who he um, is. He was in yep. um, uh, Wolf Refresh of Wall other Street, people. wasn't he? Uh, yes. Wolf of Wall Street, and he's he's a little chubby. He's the one that you've seen all the memes where, like, if if you go, if you say you're excited, he's going, ah, yeah, 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 he's got his fingers out. Yeah, (laughs) he's got curly hair. He usually plays the dork. Uh huh. Yeah, almost always plays the dork. Um, in um, Almighty Bruce, he played the um, kiss up in the congressman's office, but that was back. Go ahead. Hang around. Um, oh, when he knocked up, or was he? That was, I'm, I'm getting uh, he, he, he hangs around with the guy that was in knocked up. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know that one. But The Wolf of Wall Street has the most swearing of any movie so far. <gasps> so far. Wow. <laughs> Other big swears DiCaprio, Leonardo DiCaprio, Adam Sandler, Al Pacino, Denzel Washington. Billy Bob Thornton, oh. Seth Rogen. That's the one I'm thinking of. Seth Rogen. He and jo- Jonah Hill, they did some stuff together. I they think. hang together. Yep, I figured. <clears throat> now, here's a couple of surprisers. Mel Gibson. Oh. Bradley Cooper. Justin Bieber. These are oh. all people that are famous for their swearing. Some more people that you may not be surprised at. Alec Baldwin. Oh. Robert De Niro. Gordon Ramsay <laughs> and Charlie Sheen. <laughs> now, is Joe Pesci on that list? <laughs> I looked and he never did show up. Just Al Pacino showed up. Interesting. Yeah. No, Pesci didn't show up. Although I've heard he can be pretty tough. 
but yes. uh, apparently not. Now, among now, the chicks, there's girls who swear. There's ladies who swear. The number one person that everybody kept referring back to is a talk show host and comedian, Chelsea Handler. Oh, yeah. She did the Chelsea Lately series. Very good looking, tall, blonde woman. And she's apparently a very, very uh, prolific at her epithets. Yeah. <laughs> and number two, this is a trip. The number two cussing person, Emily Blunt. Oh. She played Mary Poppins in the yes. remake. <clears throat> she was in, um, she? she was the British secretary in Devil Wears Prada. Yes. That's another one. Her sister is married to the gay guy that was in the Devil Made Devil Wears Prada, <laughs> which she's not really Stanley Tucci. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's she introduced her sister to him. That's where it felt. That's where it came in. That's where yeah. it came in. Um, oh, yeah, he said British, isn't he? George Carlin. Yes, George Carlin was also famous for swearing. And you know what, Edie, you're bringing up a good point that. Iris found too. Iris, what was another famous female who was famous for swearing? I'm that going you found? To, yeah, let's show this one. I've had the honor and pleasure and gift of having known Elizabeth Taylor for a number of years. You know, you sit down with her, she slings hash, she sits there and cusses like a sailor, and she's hilarious. And that was a quote <laughs> from Johnny Depp. <laughs> Elizabeth so these, Taylor. <laughs> Elizabeth Taylor of all National things. Velvet. I fell off the fucking horse. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so women who swear can can go back through history. We'd be sitting here for hours talking about men and women who swear. These lists are pretty much current actors and actresses. So um, some of these you might are probably aware of. Melissa McCarthy. Oh, also, yeah. Yeah. Um, what is that? Uh, what is the show she did with Billy Gardner? Um, oh, King of Queens? No. No, no, no. Mike and Molly. Oh, Mike and Molly. Okay. Mike and Molly was one. She also did a, a spy movie. Yeah. Where she pretended to be a, um, a James Bridesmaids. Bond. Bridesmaids. Um, guys, you guys probably can think. She was, she was a, a bit supporter in a TV show series about a mother and a daughter. And she was the shopkeeper that her, that the mother worked at. Um, yeah, they came up. Yeah. El Edie has it. Mike and Molly. Um, it was a famous sitcom that went on for years. The daughter grew up. Wasn't uh, the Gilmore girls. Was it? It, it? Yes. Yes. Gilmore girls. Okay. She was in that one. She was in that one, but here's some other famous swears. <laughs> Kelly Osborne. Uh, she, Sharon! She, you know, <laughs> we know where she gets it from. You know? She knows where she gets it from. Shut up. Um, Kate Winslet, Chloe Kardashian, Jennifer Lawrence. I'm not too surprised there. Um, here's one Brandy Glanville. Do you happen to know who Brandy Glanville is? Uh -uh. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh. She's the one with the potty mouth. Okay. <laughs> and, she's very, and she's very proud of it. Do you know who Kristen Stewart is? Yes, the mopey one that was from all the Twilight series. That's right. She was <laughs> Bella, the star of the Twilight series, and she also did um Snow White. Yeah. With a uh, with a uh, Chris, what's his name? I think his name is Chris. But anyway, the remake of Snow White. She did that too. 
uh, Winona Ryder. Uh -huh. And here's a few that you probably won't be surprised. Kathy Griffin. Ah, uh, yeah. Not her, not at all. Mila Kunis. Ah, okay. She, yep, she, that 70s show, she was a long, dark-haired girl. Ashton Kutcher's wife. Ashton Kutcher's wife. They do commercials together now uh, for cheese doodles. <laughs> Kristen Wiig from Saturday Night Live. Okay. She is a scream. She does a lot of uh, comedic voices as well as characters. And Jennifer Lopez, J-Lo, is known for her swearing. Adele is very known for her swearing. She will tell you off in a British heartbeat. Adele is a big one. Sally Fields, Julia Roberts, Amy Schumer. Ah. Of course, and who's also very proud of her swearing. Amy Schumer makes yes. that part of her profile. So that's a partial list of some of the top swearers of Hollywood. Wow. And, and that's the way it is. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> My God, that's the way it is, damn it. <laughs> so those are some of the famous swearers out there. And, yep, Gilmore Girls. Uh, Edie says that she was the cook on Gilmore Girls. That was Melissa McCarthy before she got really famous. Um, don't know what Gonna Be Diana was. That's another one. So I wanted to ask the audience another question. Do mm -hmm. any of you have a parent, a mother or a father, who had a favorite swear word that you found particularly amusing or a forbidden swear word that mommy or daddy did not like at all. <laughs> they didn't appreciate your damn prowess and swearing. <laughs> My dad despised the word fuck. He just, he just, he would cringe when he heard it in movies and stuff. And then one time I came in, they were watching a movie, and he was laughing. I said, what are you laughing at? And he said he was watching Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. And there is a scene where um, uh, Steve Martin, it, he's chewing out the lady at the ticket booth, at the car booth in the airport. And then he goes out to the... Uh, uh, airport parking lot and his car's not there and he's already been through all this stuff in the whole movie and he gets to that point and he's just like throws everything down fuck 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 fuck, fuck. And he's just like jumping up and down and, and my dad was laughing so hard he said I finally saw where it suits the purpose <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty extreme <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> that was, and, that's a good one so, Randy, you said your mom, Ship, was that her favorite? Or did she hate it? Did she hate it? And Edie has my garden peas. That was her cuss word? My garden peas. I can kind of see that one. My garden yeah. peas. Uh, LaVonda says. <laughs> my family oh, considered fart the four letter F word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. good grief. But oh, good grief, kind of count, count, count of counts. Uh, mom hates the F bombs. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, let, so let's talk about what the level of authenticity and sincerity that comes with dropping F bombs. Iris, what did you discover in your research and from your life experience? 
Well, there's, well, there's one thing is, you know, that came to mind. I've got two, two more examples I was going to share. One is this, and I think this really, um, yes, yes, does a good job. Profanity makes talking fun. Good coffee, honey. Holy fucking shit. Good fucking coffee, <laughs> bitch. <You know? laughs> I mean, if somebody's going to compliment your coffee, which way do you want which it? Which one do you want to hear? Oh, yeah, that's good. Holy fucking shit. This is awesome. Damn. For <laughs> me again. This is under the table, baby. <laughs> bitch, bring it on. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, which one do you want? Yeah. Give me the enthusiasm any day, you know, and, and it is. Why do you think they call it colorful? Why do you think they call it colorful? Because we're talking, and this is because this energy is sacred. Okay. This kind of joy. me happy. <laughs> sacred is happy. Sacred is joy. And, and in these contexts, these words express extreme joy, extreme, extreme happy. And. Yeah. Perhaps our society has a problem with what a part of what I just said. Extreme. Swearing has a tendency to go over some people's heads. It's too much. Or they actually will wince like you actually threw something at them because it's more than they can tolerate. But what if we, there's an extreme? What if we exchanged the word extreme for abundant? Which our culture, yes, also has a problem with. People are who are abundant are automatically criminalized or, or in the very least, demonized. But, but here's the thing. Spiritually, we all have abundance. We have access to... All of it. All of it. Yes. And if you want more on that, go back to our manifesting edition that we did. <laughs> first, yes. First of January. But... Randy when said, you, yay us. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Um, you know, so what, you know, if there's an abundance of joy and you express it. Exuberantly. Yes. <laughs> What's the what problem? What the hell? Why not? Yeah. What the fuck's yeah. your problem? <laughs> you know, we're talking about. Once again, ours, I see us circling back around to a common theme of social suppression. Mm -hmm. um, suppression of individual expressionism. And what purpose, why? why? Why does our society tolerate that kind of oppression? And the fact that we don't even realize that the oppression comes all the way down to our word choices. It's all about it's, control. It's all about control. It's not just classicism. It's not just salaries. It's not just titles and haves and have nots. We're even in the habit of suppressing each other with our linguistics and what we are allowed to say and not say. And Iris and I don't appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to open a few ears and a few eyes. Yes, <laughs> like Randy says, manifest that shit. Manifest that shit, <laughs> damn it. 
I like um, that one most. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know, and even um, like, you know, a lot of people, you want to teach children not to use language in an abusive way, but to be joyous and that sort of thing. And there's a time and a place. Not yeah. to use any language abusively. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, hate, I hate you. You're mean. You're ugly. You're fat. You're stupid. Said with venom is abusive. And none of those are considered swear words. And, and, but they're even worse than just calling somebody a bitch. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so, in the right context. Yeah. 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 So, you know, you, and you can't, you know, and I like, we would tell things to our kids that, okay, you might not want to say this at school because your teachers might get upset. Right. You know, you yeah. believe what you want, say what you want, but just, don't upset your teachers. You know, you got, you got to do certain things to function in society. Right. And one time I was in my car with my son and we were about two miles from home and he, I don't know if it was on the radio or what, but the word ass came up and he thought it was funny. He started laughing. He goes, ass. <laughs> and I said, uh, and I was like, Bryce. And, and he goes, I said, I'll tell you what. I said, you think it's funny? I'll let you say it as many times as you can until we get home. But once we get home, I just don't want to hear it anymore. So he's like in the back seat going, ass, 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 ass. <laughs> ass ah. He was laughing so hard he could hardly say the word. <laughs> we got home, I never heard it again. It was... Yeah, that's brilliant parenting. <laughs> Let him get it out. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it was just because he thought, oh, it's a funny, you know. And it's, I said I consider it a really bad word, but it's not something you want your eight-year-old taking to school either. So, you know. <laughs> on a regular basis, right? Yeah. But you also got to witness him experiencing such unbridled joy. Yeah. That he got to generate by himself for himself. And it just blew him up, apparently. It and that's did. awesome. And, it, and, it, and my, his, my daughter was laughing. I was laughing. It was really, and it was one of those fun memories, you know. So, his yeah. sister remembers it, too. That is really cute. So, Andy, <clears throat> Randy's got, Andy, Randy's got, everyone's moral standards for expression are different. And many of us were raised in very conservative backgrounds, teaching us that using God's name in vain was a sin, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, you're speaking to a Bible Belt culture. Mm -hmm. Remember, we are in North Carolina, and if I recall right, Randy's um, a Southern gentleman, so I believe he was raised in this vicinity, and his mother is also a steel magnolia. Uh -huh. And yeah, language is, um, the restriction of language was often blamed on religious propriety but even in non-religious situations swearing is tolerated a little bit more but not a whole lot such as in a court situation um, somebody can emphasize a point by da -da 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 and escalating up to it till the word eventually hell comes out or what you know what is your damn problem blah 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 but there's an escalation to it in that formal setting it's not just thrown out there so and but in a church situation with the same kind of escalation you won't get those colorful explicatives uh colorful metaphors 
Yeah, um, yeah. That that um that you see in maybe a, a non-religious situation, which ties back to our episode about uh, the propriety and impropriety of talking about religion and politics and proper company. Well, swearing goes right along with that. <laughs> I think that was our last episode, right? Yeah, I mean, and you don't want to so, give your great grandmother a heart attack, you know, or whatever. Some of us do. <laughs> You know what I found out is when I started swearing in front of my grandmother, it freed her up to swear too. Ah. When you just go ahead and open those worms, boom. I work in the wedding industry. The second a bride or groom cusses cusses out loud, I'm on it. I'm like, dude, awesome. You're my kind of people. You're talking my language. Can we get real? And they love it because they know I will talk to them in a real way again authentic vernacular yes it shows i'm not trying to hide anything this is how i really talk uh, when i'm talking to my friends okay so they know that's moved the relationship to another level i'm not there we're no longer client you know an employee employer they're hiring me they become my employer now we're going on to friends working their butts off for each other. Excuse me, ass working their asses <laughs> off for each other. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it it changes the the uh, the understood um, intimacy uh-huh. of the relationship with who you're talking to. All right, people equate not swearing as an expression of being respectful. Uh it's a way of keeping somebody at a distance. Swearing means I let you in. You've, yeah. you've, you've relaxed yourself a little bit. Mm-hmm. And otherwise mm-hmm. I'm going to, yeah. And, and you think about, you know, when we, when we talk about being business-like and professional and ladylike. <laughs> oh, don't you love that one? <laughs> Real ladies swear and swear hard. <laughs> Real ladies embarrass pirates. But we're talking about appropriately, not just yes. random. Yes, appropriate. Swear with style. Swear with cr- class, not crass. <laughs> yes, yes. Deborah says when you see someone swear in anger that that do- normally doesn't swear, it is especially impactful. You know they are really annoyed if they uh, lose their normal cool, and that's true. Yeah, as long as they're not directing it at somebody. (laughs) Yeah, right, right. It's a good way to release steam. Absolutely, and all it is is verbal at that point, which is better than keeping it in and bringing a knife to the situation instead. Yes, (laughs) Randy says, "Oops." Oh, let's see. Wait a minute. I think this was a continuation. No, wait a minute. But people choke chuckle. Kids crack me up with slipping words out and laughing cute and entertaining to self. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's all right. It jumped it jumped ahead. Shit in the choir when I sang a wrong. <laughs> Are yeah. you saying you farted in the choir when you sang a run? <laughs> <laughs> people can or too <laughs> chill. Okay, I, I, we're not making any sense. No, People who with themselves are too serious and need to chill the fuck now. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of fuck, uh, <laughs> yeah. let's go find out that mo- that is the number one swear word in the English language. 
yes and i pulled it from this website um medium.com wildish and company and so if you do wildish dash and dash co slash fuck uh or if you just if you get to the wildish and co then you'd probably or you could get to the medium.com and probably find this but it was was an article on it and the history of the word and all that stuff and so i, I uh nabbed this um graphic but yes verb adjective noun fuck, can fuck <laughs> yeah you uh, and it. you can even make it an adverb fuckable <laughs> oh <laughs> oh and adver noun uh yeah you fucker also fuckery what is this fuckery you you guys are doing around here it's all screwed up yeah uh -huh, that's there's another one now do you guys know where f-u-c-k came from have you ever heard of the origin of that? Are you familiar with that? Whoops. Iris, did I freeze or did you? No, I'm, I'm oh, just yeah. being still. <laughs> <laughs> I was, in, I was in, engrossed. I was thinking, should I say it or not? No. No, no, um, no. If you know it, if you know it, say it. Yeah. I know there's, there's different histories like feck and thick and you know uh, that they, they kind of merged them together and from different languages and the word just kind of tumbled down evolved. and became yeah evolved into and let's see uh okay randy's uh talking about uh he's, high pitch he, he's on his he's on he's his, illustrating uh, what swearing is like <laughs> yes <laughs> high pitch squeals and exclaiming yeah All right. so F-U-C-K is the the historical uh, definition I heard was F-U-C-K came from as came out as an acronym used in legal jargon. Formal use of carnal knowledge. Oh. Formal use of carnal knowledge. F-U-C-K interesting and fuck was a legal term obviously it was used a lot in the court system especially in prostitution and and who did who and who's the father of who and who's the mother of who and blah 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 blah, blah. and why relationships and people break up or don't or get together or whatever f-u-c-k formal use of carnal knowledge and so they would the lawyers would da 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 fuck this fuck that fuck da 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 and so and so fucked so and so and da 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 and did you ever fuck blah blah you know on and on did you ever have formal use of carnal knowledge to on yeah you just shorten and say fuck um came out into the streets because the people in the streets were the ones in the court system <laughs> that makes sense mm -hmm. that does make sense and. Did yeah, you know, like, uh, speaking of an acronyms and things, Dilly Gaff is one of my favorite. Dilly Gaff. Have you ever heard that one? No. Do I, I look like I give a fuck? Oh. It's <laughs> <laughs> an acronym. Dilly Gaff. Do I look like I give a fuck? I used to date a guy that was a biker and he had a, uh, a pin on his. Versus uh, Dilly Gaff, and I, I, I just loved that. 
He needs a tattoo. <laughs> yeah, really. And then, um, of course, Fubar is all recognition. Beyond all recognition and snafu. A situation normal, all fucked up. Yeah. Those <laughs> those came out of the army or military. Uh, military, yeah. So yeah, but Dilly Gaff, do I look like so it's like sometimes you know you could have a little sign on your desk that says D I L do I look D I L L I G A F. There you go. And everybody's oh, that's a cute little word. Do I look like I give a fuck? <laughs> and then to say what it means. <laughs> All right. So as we've mentioned, there are some occasions that alternative swear words might serve the purpose and not ruffle as many feathers. Maybe it's not the moment for uh, uh for um, social revolution in the language. Yeah, <laughs> some <not> true. <laughs> some alternative slang that Iris and I will go back and forth and rattle off a few until we giggle ourselves to death. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Iris, if you could start us off and we will just go back and forth. Son of a gun. Balderdash. Eat dad. William Shatner. <laughs> Tartar sauce. Corn nuts. Gadzooks. Dag nabbits. Barbara Streisand? Yeah, I'm sure that's not how you say it. <laughs> Barbara Streisand. Yeah. Babs. Ah, uh, Babs. <laughs> Babs is even better. I like that. Yeah. That's better. Barnacles. Mm, <laughs> Barnacles. Jumping Jehoshaphat. Or a little tamer now. Sugar. Uh, yeah. yeah I've, I've heard people do that. You know, sugar. sugar. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Have you crikey. ever heard of crikey? Yep. That's Australian. Mm -hmm. Sugar honey iced tea. Have you ever heard that one? Mm-mm. What is his name? Uh, the comedian Chris somebody in the Madagascar cartoons. The, oh. the zebra would say it. He'd see something amazing. He'd go, sugar honey iced tea. <laughs> S-H-I-T. <gasps> sugar honey iced tea. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, Another acronym. <laughs> mm -hmm. Another acronym. What else you got? Uh, peas and rice. <laughs> Suffering succotash. Ah, Yosemite <laughs> Sam. Yes. Uh, Jeepers. Judas Priest. Mm, I've heard that one. Uh, blimey. Bull spit. <laughs> that works. That's a new one. Yep. Yep. Oh, ship. Oh, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. uh, cheese and crackers. <laughs> I think that's a Jesus Christ playoff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've done the Christmas on a cracker one. Uh, Zoiks. Shiitake mushrooms. Uh, I've used that before. Shiitake. Uh, uh, good night or good night, nurse. Then that one, Robert Bunker used to say that one. Good night, nurse. Yes, yeah. yes, he did. Yes, he did. Uh, G. Willikers. Mm. Fart knocker. Shut the front door. Ah, yeah. I've heard, that, I've heard that one plenty of times. Shut the front door. Yep. Um, that reminds me. Kiss my grits. <laughs> 
<laughs> yep, yep, that was a good one. Um, here's a kid-related one, Fraggle Rock. Ooh. Fraggle Rock. <laughs> Malarkey. And one of my favorites, Mother Butler. Ah, <laughs> uh, holy guacamole. <laughs> holy guacamole, that's a good one, too. I've used that one plenty of times. Oh, my goodness. Very good. Very yes. good. Merlin's beard was J.K. Rowling. Started that one, I believe. That ah. came after Harry Potter. Merlin's beard. Fudgesicles! <laughs> there you go. Edie has a winner. <laughs> I like that. I oh, like that. Lavonda, when you mock up your Dilly Gaff sign, send it to me. I think that is <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Those would probably sell, make little wooden plaques. Billy mm -hmm. <laughs> Gaff plaques. That might be a good business name. <laughs> <laughs> sort of like, you know, I, I envision a shop kind of like the old Spencer's, you know, that used to be in the mall. They yes. have all kinds of, called the Dilly Gaff shop. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I like yeah. That. Oh. Absolutely. I'll Absolutely. come up with ideas. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> if anybody wants to take it, I'll help you launch it. But. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. So, oh man, you could go on and on and on about this subject. But um I think the I think the important yeah. thing is though is that you realize nobody needs to shut down your language or your expressions or what you have to say and the things that bring you joy. Um, you know, should never so, be limited. Yeah, it should never be limited. Um, and that includes shutting down yourself. Um, you know, when your intentions are honest and forthright, then then there's no need to hold back other than out of the courtesy of honoring somebody else who might be upset. Um it could be a distraction for somebody. Yeah. That yeah. You're not, you're not looking for that kind of distraction. Yeah. But I think overall it's, you know, self-censorship. You have to be careful um, what you're censoring and why you're censoring it and forgive yourself. If you accidentally cuss in front of your kids and you, Oh, Fudge sickles, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> you know, but you Mom's know, a human, suck it up and move on, child. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you yeah. know that's what it is. And and you know, kids need to understand the difference between anger and joy and understand their emotions and how to express those emotions in healthy ways. So, you know. Yeah. If you let it fly, you let it fly and and make no apologies. And um, healthy emotion expression is extremely important to the psychological development of all people, but especially children. And yeah. and, and and actually this whole topic came from a conversation we had where uh, we were cussing about something and kind of laughing and 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 that's where we came up with the sacred swearing. We thought yeah, you know, there's there's something there's a place safe. for this. Yeah. yeah. So that's why we brought it to you. And uh, we hope that y'all enjoyed this show. Do you have anything you want to add to that, Margo? I think you've wrapped it up beautifully. <laughs> well, thank, thank you. you. And thank you all for joining us and for being here. 
and for participating be sure well the end credits now say all the stuff that we used to have to announce at the end so i don't have to do that but um we appreciate you being here and hope you will come back next week and we talked about next week's topic and we're leaning toward uh should we do the 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 bingo one that we talked about the 5d i can read it out real quick go ahead um let's see all right wait a minute bingo 2.0 they may sound like call letters from a bingo game but what are they really 3d 4d 5d 5g magnetic fields <laughs> energy fields vibration levels dimensions and more so we're gonna dig into some of those that terminology and what it means and what's around you in the world so come and what back. are the crazy labels for it so come back next wednesday night yes and, and listen to some more rational talk <laughs> yes <laughs> about weird things <laughs> about weird shit let's get it out there about the weird, weird shit, shit. yeah <laughs> All right. Thank y'all again for joining us. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Bless you and namaste. Namaste. We love you. Bye. Thank you for joining the Eyes of Indigo with Iris Carter and Margot Ross Sears. Music is Arcadia by Kevin McLeod of Incomptech.com, licensed under Creative Commons. Visit our Facebook page for broadcast details, www.facebook.com slash eyesofindigo. Show is copyrighted 2021 by Iris Carter and Margot Ross Sears, all rights reserved.